Hello, my name is Cynthia, and welcome to the latest episode of Getting Your Together, a podcast where we discuss what it's like to get it all the way together, or at least attempt to, one day at a time. Hey all, this is kind of like a Q&A. This was a conversation that I was having with my best friend, and I was going over a list of podcasts topics that I'm recording or in the process of recording and she threw in one because she was like oh I'm just interested in your take on this or if you ever thought about this and I was like you know I'm just gonna make it into a podcast episode why not so her question to me was do I miss the ease of not being sober which is an interesting way to phrase it I suppose And when she told me, or when she wrote the question out, because we were on Gchat, I didn't know what to say right away, really. So I say I would take it to the podcast, because I just wanted to think about it. So do I miss the ease of not being sober? I will be honest. Truthfully, sometimes I do. There's been nothing in my life, really, that could silence my mind's lack of alcohol and slow me down. I've tried... And it's funny because I was talking to like an old friend or he asked me because I I smoke or picked up smoking again. And he said, well, do you think that you are transferring your alcohol like tendencies or addiction to cigarettes? And I said, I mean, I'm not going to lie and say like it doesn't play like a part or a role or something, but it's not to me is definitely not a one for one because there's nothing in my life that could I thought or felt could soothe me quite the same way that alcohol could. It wasn't food, even though, you know, I had problems with food. It wasn't sex. And then I thought about, well, maybe kind of sex in a way it could or it did. But it was kind of something that could happen over and over again. Like it happened and then I would feel good or great. And then, you know, you come back into your mind or into your body eventually. Right. But with alcohol, it was kind of something that I could could sustain for long periods of time. And I didn't really have to deal with other people if I didn't want to. I could control that. So I felt like it was me and it was on my terms, even though, you know, technically I was out of control and alcohol had its grips in me and I was kind of lying to myself. I wasn't kind of, I was lying to myself. But, you know, with alcohol, I could just not think about me. And I think that's kind of what it boiled down to. I didn't have to think about what I was going through. I didn't have to think about what I was feeling. Even at the time, I wouldn't be able to tell you if I was feeling anything or what I was feeling because I was just reacting to things and not really thinking about it. I just didn't have that capability. I could drown myself in my my patterns. I could rationalize my destructive tendencies and behavior. And I could also, when it came to other people and things that happened, I could also rationalize their behavior towards me. Because I felt like, you know, that's something that I deserve based on whether I did something when I was drunk or just because I just thought really poorly of myself at the time. Which is based on programming from your childhood, which is lovely to soar through, let me tell you, friends. But it helped. So I guess in a way, it was easy. It was easier. Maybe not easier. I don't know if that's the word or the best way to describe it but I could exist in my chaos more freely, you know, because if it got too overwhelming for me, I could kind of shut it out by drinking 
And then I could kind of just exist within it or around it or, or participate in it. And there was an element of me still being separate from it because I wasn't fully there. I remember I would just spend all day at like bars. I would stay at home and drink all day. And it, I felt good. I, so I thought at the time, like I was nothing more exciting than a bottle of wine or two and watching like movies and shows, you know, all weekend. And you're like, Oh, I'm just relaxing. But you know, I wasn't really furthering myself in any kind of way. I wasn't trying to challenge myself in any kind of way. I wasn't being healthy or proactive in any kind of way. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with relaxing and chilling out and watching TV. Like that, there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes you have to have those moments. But when it's, that's all you live for, I think that can be problematic, you know? And I wasn't, I couldn't do it sober. Like I wouldn't be able just to do it by myself with nothing. I would have always have to have alcohol. So it was like, I wasn't really, really even present in the activity anyway, because I was numbing myself to it. There's part of me that still misses that, you know, because it's just something that I've grown accustomed to. It's something that I thought that I wanted. I didn't have to think so much about things that I wasn't really crazy about when it came to myself or my life. And I didn't have to be accountable for shit. I didn't have to answer to anyone. I didn't have to explain it because it was just me. I didn't have to deal with anyone in their shit. It was just me and mine. And I didn't even really handle my own because I was drunk. So now being sober, I mean, there's none of that. I mean, you can kind of still find ways to not address things if you really want to, but it's harder because you're still present. And I think a lot of people don't realize how overwhelming being present all the time can be. It also can be very amazing because I remember so much and I have have so much energy and focus and drive than I probably ever had in my life, which is so crazy. And I wouldn't have been able to really challenge myself and grown to love and accept myself for where I am and who I am and the person that I'm becoming, but not rushing that process and explore. You know, I I wouldn't have been exploring at all. My art has definitely grown so much. So when I look at it that way and think about all the positives that have occurred in my life, I can't say that there isn't the small part of me, that destructive part that wants to just fuck it up, that doesn't want to say like, oh yeah, it was so much simpler back then because you didn't have to think about any of this shit. You could just be and if you wanted to be out with people, you could, you were much more fun that way. Like, you know, that I have like that, those thoughts that go through my head because you have like that whole FOMO thing, which I didn't really have before. And now I realize that I do because it's like, I feel like I was more fun when I was drinking. I still have that thought, even though I don't know how much of my personality has changed since I stopped. I know I have changed, but I don't know how much of my personality, if that makes sense, like my sense of humor and things like that has changed. I think I still laugh and talk and joke about the same shit. I don't know. I guess I have to ask someone who knows me. So there's a, there's a tug of war there sometimes, but I usually know it's usually more apparent or more loud when I'm going through a big transition or I'm about to do something really new or something that really makes me uncomfortable. And then that's when that pops up and it's like, well, you don't have to do this new thing. You don't have to challenge yourself. You don't have to do this. You can go right back to where you were and just stay there. Just stay where you were. 
we both liked it, you know? And I think it takes a lot of courage and a lot of strength to not succumb to your old ways of thinking and being because it's so much easier. You're usually around people that enable you in that way. Society doesn't really knock you for it because that's what everybody's doing. That's how we have all those alcohol commercials and ads and things. It's sexy. You know, you'll get the girl, the guy, you know, so you have a lot of that pressure on you. So, and you can just kind of embrace it again and just be who you once were, even if you weren't really happy. So when I look at it that way, I will say that I don't think I miss it like I thought I would. I, but I can't deny it and say that part of it isn't still there you know, and it's still new. So it's probably going to pop up for me for a while, if not forever. But I like to just balance it with me listing out. And this is something I encourage people to do if you're going through a change and you are not sure or certain and you're doubting yourself before you start going down that rabbit hole, because it's so easy to do. So easy to do. Like, it's so great how our minds work, but it's also so fucked how our minds work. If you were brought up in environments that weren't really healthy for your conditioning to combat that, I like to just think about, even if it's in my head, and probably, I don't know if people can tell when I'm doing that, when you see me, I don't know if my face, because sometimes my I have a po- I don't really have a poker face, even though people say I've resting bitch face, but whatevs, you know, I don't really think, I think you can totally see what I'm thinking in my face, but I will go through a list of things that I have accomplished and things that I've done. And I've tried that I wouldn't have been able to do if I was still drinking like I used to. And I was still hanging out with the people that I used to, you know, and I sit there and just go through it. And sometimes I have to go through that list more than once. Sometimes I have to do it multiple times a day. And then sometimes I don't do it at all. I don't even think about it because I'm just in the di- in the moment and I feel great. But the moments that I feel weak, I do that. And I'm like, oh, shit, I did that. You know, she did that. Uh, <laughs> and I encourage people to do the same if you're feeling the same, you know, list out those good things. It doesn't have to be anything big, but if it's something good or, or new for you, celebrate it. You know, so I list out like, you know, how much weight I've lost. I've, I list out starting this podcast. I list out writing and submitting the contest and coming up with new ideas. I list out traveling by myself again, which I haven't done for a while. I list and going to New Orleans of all places, you know, which my therapist thought I was crazy, but I went for a central dance workshop, which was amazing. And I loved it. And then shit, like the central dance and all this exploration with my body. And just like loving on my body and me. I mean, come on. So much self-acceptance. And I don't think I would have been at values and boundaries. Oh my gosh, I could just keep going and going and going. But anyway, but that's what you have to do. You kind of have to pump you up. You know, you can't expect other people to pump you up. You have to pump yourself up. And I think that counteracts my feelings of, the FOMO and my feelings of, damn, I wish I could stop thinking or damn, I wish I could stop feeling for just like an hour and just say, 
even with all this discomfort, Cynthia, even with all this uncertainty that you feel right now and you can't name it and it drives you crazy that you can't articulate it, even with all that, look at all the good you have done to yourself and to the other people that are close to you in this life. Celebrate that and appreciate that. And I think that helps if you're really going through a time and you're really struggling. And like I said, sometimes you're going to have to repeat that shit to you more than once. Repeat it to yourself. Just repeat it. Write it down. Post it up. Put it on your screensaver on your phone. Like whatever you have to do. And look at it. And don't forget. So I think that helps me when I think about missing the ease of not being sober. So shout out to my bestie for the question. Always delightful. If this resonated with you, if you think you know of someone that may benefit from this, please share it with them. Please rate on those podcast platforms. I love it. And I appreciate every single one. Also, I'm available on, or you can find me. I won't say available, but I am on Instagram and Twitter. Hit me up and I will respond more than likely. Until next time, have a great day. Talk soon. Bye.